0: Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? A little talking. Uh, you know what? I can't really say it because I want to make sure that I don't uh, throw any cuss words out there in the first 10 seconds or so because YouTube loves to kill the show money. The moment I start talking a little bit. So uh, on this show, what I'm going to talk about is I was watching Tim Pool. I don't know if you guys watch Tim Pool. He's a. Uh, political commentator, used to do the Occupy Wall Street stuff, became kind of more of like a mainstream podcaster. Not mainstream, but he does a lot of political stuff. And he's very good. I I like his show. I like his format. And I I think he's uh, very witty. And he was talking about companies that get woke, tend to go broke. Now, I don't know, or I didn't know, when the Ford Built Ford Proud campaign started. I know that Chevy hasn't really gone the pride route now we're in the in, on, at the end of pride month thank goodness shoving everything in your face you see guys in underwear twerking in front of kids and if that's what you want cool support that bullshit call me a bigot all you want you twerk in front of someone that's my kid you're gonna get knocked the fuck out I, I'm blown away that parents bring kids to those parades knowing that there's gonna be guys with their junk out twerking in front of kids and they think that's support for that community I blow blow mind blown that that happens but i'm going to show you a graph of what ford sales have been since they started trending on the pride train in terms of built ford proud you know diversity equity inclusiveness inclusivity whatever uh you started seeing a downward trend similar to what target similar to what bud light similar to companies that do anything woke ish now to go woke it is it is Cancerous. It is crazy to even think of diving into that whole thing knowing that your bottom line is gonna get hurt. People say, well, the boardroom probably goes, Hey, we're happy that you're actually being inclusive, but what about the yacht that I wanted to buy? Now we lost two billion dollars in value. Now I can't buy that yacht. I can't get certain loans. I can't I don't have access to capital. So I'm gonna show you graph, a couple of things from a couple of graphs from a couple of different companies since 2018 or so, when all this stuff really started popping up. But before we do that, we want to make sure Mr. Bill O'Reilly says hi to us. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. Okay. No. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! <laughs> Fucking thing sucks! That's right, Mr. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly. You're 100% on the money. And again, I want to thank everyone that makes it possible. The sponsors. That's right. Two Auto Solutions. Rami Zainan. Auto Solutions down in Puerto Rico, appreciate you, brother. Race Motive, Race Motive. I don't know if it's dot com or on Instagram, but Race Motive, uh, fast cars, half mile, roll race stuff, badass. DNA High Performance, by the way, let me stop the music. DNA High Performance has sales going on, and again, if you understand how sales happen, they can't literally advertise their best pricing. Okay, some of them are tied to minimum advertised pricing, map policy But if you call them or email them and you say, hey, what can you do on this part? I'm looking for an injector. What can you do on this and this or that? DNA High Performance has you covered. So go to DNAHighPerformance.com for any parts that you might need this July 4th. PartsFarm, PartsFarm.com. They're tearing everything down. They're tearing down cars. They're tearing down, I mean Komatsu's. They're tearing everything down, parting everything out. They even have a Cobra, an old Cobra, with a clear title. Check it out. Con Performance, I am going to buy brand new injectors Just so that I can make sure that the data is on the money, because I have a feeling my ZR1 injectors are too big and it's skewing all the data. UltimateHead, ultimateHeader.com, working with Rami Zaidown down there in Puerto Rico, getting them some Chevy stuff. PMAS, Nick James, PMAS. Buy PMAS, Cold Airs, the only one I recommend in Caliber Transmission. CaliberTransmission.com is going to start doing some work on cars. Hopefully, he can supplement his income, and loosen up some money a little bit, so hopefully he can uh, start installing your transmission, installing your blower, installing whatever. It'd be nice to, if you're in Pennsylvania, Calamar is a very, very qualified dude, so he can actually do the whole job for you. He's installed everything on his car, so he can do it on yours, and it'll supplement income, and you'll get an actual quality built, and he might be able to get it tuned for you, because Technically, he kind of is. I don't know if he's a dealer of Lunds, but he can get it done up there. So let's say hi to the people. We'll talk a little bit of shit about Ford. We'll also talk about customers doing outrageous things on data logs. I'll, I'm going to tell you something that is going to blow your mind that happened the other day. And I'm not going to name names, but he's going to know who it is. And I'm just going to show you an example of what or tell you about something that happened in the tuning queue that blew our minds and something you should definitely never, ever attempt to do. Coyote Fury. Douche did it. Back Tacoma. 2000 MCR. ATX Cobra. Uh, Ray Ray. OEM Spec. Bryson Witt. One slow. 4.6. Bryson Witt's one of the mods. Omar. Joe Swish. Coyote Fury. Bring your wood screws. FLAK for life. F-L-A-K for life. You're 100% right. Richard Clark. Bryson Witt again. Bring your wood screws. Richard Clark. Robo Style. ATX Cobra. Pito Chiquito. The little Pito. Milton Perez. Tito, uh, Gallo Bravo, The Wolf, Ken McAllister, 313, Mike, he, I just sent you your stuff, everyone is getting their stuff, police have been shipped, shirts have been shipped, today the giveaway is only going to be shirts, I apologize, I am saving up, yes, I am saving up for bigger giveaways soon, the other stuff was donated by Race Motive, for now I'm going to give away some shirts so that there's con- consistent giveaways, and I'm going to go ahead and save up, I want to do like bigger stuff for the month of August. So we'll go from there. Mr. Drek13, Nitro's Buy Supplies, Con, Johnny Boy, Black Cat, Angel Puerto Rico, Corey Grayley, Mr. Eight Second, Stock Motor himself, Javier, Phil Fez, Not, Not a Coyote, 337, Speed, what's up? I love his narrated videos. Uh, they're very good. He does a good job. He has a very good voice for those videos. Joey G, HTFU, Grad, Wesley Stewart, Vic, More Pews, More boots, It's Oman, Paul Panthew, Harley Terquache, Mode, Ignacio, Tony D, 5.8, Jacob Bradbury, Tony Alessio, Ian Oz, 313, Mikey gandini have performance, shit, I need that social media manager's number. My social media manager, I hired them. I, I, I give them a weekly paycheck and their job is to post every day on Facebook and Instagram. They run it by me. What do you think about this caption? I think it looks good. Take this photo, blah, 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 blah. They're doing great. And the channel growth has been steady, but I still have to pump out the content to get, Monetized. You know what I'm saying? Izzy R, Gregoriovic, Leon, Butcher, Rebuild, Anything, through and through, Mike. And I signed both of the pulleys, the two pulleys that I sent out. Mike wanted me to sign one, so I signed both. Wrote my name and a little message on the pulley so you can hang it up and do whatever you want with it. Theo, Jared Wells. Jared Wells bought himself a Gen 2 Mustang, looking good, and he is talking that weird shit on Facebook. You want, you follow Jared Wells on Facebook? Dude's, dude's posting some weird shit. Jake says, how long how howdy long time sub but first time caller found you when i was a mustang bro but now i have a c7 stuck around for the solid content thank you very much reflex mark walter nick donkey bush michael locks mikey 50313 mike again douche did it again Rebuilt anything and all the venom who is venom evan smith in the house alex robert the barge farm is legit gave me a free fender a couple of years ago Nestor barrios Quan. Aldo shifts. What's up? Puro pinche 956 a la verga. Cut Absolutely. Puro pinche 956. There you go. i cut it off there. And we're going to go. For... Okay. Let's get right to it. Okay. Let's get to 2018 is when Ford introduced the Ford proud. They took away tough. They took away manliness, toxic masculinity. Oh, we don't want to be known as built for tough. We wanna be known as built Ford proud, which apparently means leaky blocks, ticking engines. 15 to 17 was the heyday for Ford. And this graph, and it's a simple graph, it's a sales graph. It's a sales graph that shows sales of the company since 2005, but I wanna concentrate more on 13 to 23. 10 years. So since 2018, five years ago, they started this go woke, uh, they, they went woke. Okay, they went woke. They started, you know, putting, you know, frizzy banners all frizzy banners all over the place, rainbow shit, and rainbow rangers, and pride, 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 equity, women. We got a black woman uh, stunt driver. We got a woman that works, and we got really skinny guys with loose sleeves that you know buy trucks and rangers and mavericks started to become a thing. And I'm like, this company is going down the wrong path. So this is a very simple uh, visual representation of what. I'm talking about. Okay. So I'm going to highlight 2018 right here. 2018. Boom. You see the graph peaked in 2015. In 2015, you could see the graph 2014, 2015, they peaked. Again, Gen 2. Gen 2 really, in my opinion, kind of like set it off. This is the year that the new uh, model Mustang was introduced, uh, newer F 150 aluminum bodies all the good stuff, all of a sudden, they started to go down 2016, 2017, 2018. That's the year that really set it off because it's just a downward trend. Now, most people have a similar graph. Chevy or GM has a similar graph. But let's say in 2018, they sold 2.4 million cars. General Motors in 2018 sold 2.9 million cars. In 2019, Ford sold 2.3 million cars. GM in 2019 sold 2.8, 500,000 more vehicles. 2020, two, 2,034 GM, uh, 2020. Oh God. They both hit 2.5. And then This is all, you could blame COVID all you want, but they all have a similar curve around 2019 COVID, right? Quite, you know, uh, supply chain issues, all this bullshit. And look at where they are right now. 828,000 by quarter two, which is beating General Motors. Right now, quarter two, General Motors is doing really bad. 602,000. But the funny thing is they have consistently been under gm since 2015 consistently a downward trend then a sharp downward trend all the way down here 2022 you can't blame supply chain issues anymore it's over 2022 1.8 2022 for gm 2.2 so you see how their graph flattened out and then bottomed out i don't know what happened here with gm but gm's graph is a little flatter then ford's peaky graph then comes down and in my opinion, it has to do with not only build quality, but their campaign of semi-wokeness. They haven't—they haven't really gone balls deep on the wokeness. They've kind of, you know, put the head in. You know, when you put the head in a little bit, when you're like, baby, let me just let me just put the tip in a little bit. I just want to feel it. Oh, I don't know if you. Okay, put the tip in a little bit, and then you go, Hah! and that's what Ford pretty much did. They started. They started hedging their bets thinking that if they look as if they're affirming wokeness or semi-wokeness or dabbling in the woke, you can't dabble in the woke. It's like dabbling in gay stuff. You can't dabble in gay stuff. If you say, well, I'm just going to get you know banged up the butt just to try it. Well, guess what? That is uh, gay. <laughs> You're not dabbling in it. So if you dabble in the wokeness, you go all the way woke. Now, there were fans of the Ford truck that were seriously hurt Seriously hurt when they started announcing, you know, pro-LGBTQ. By the way, the B in LGB is by, which means two. So the T is weird. Anyway, um, they started shoving it in people's face. Oh, yeah? You think this Rangers game, well, we're going to make it frizzy and gold, gold dust, and we're going to put rainbow stuff on it. And, uh, and I'm like, that's a bad move. That's a uh, let me see how this strategy is going to go because that's a bold move Cotton and they suffered for it. Not only have they gone woke, their build quality sucks. If you listen to the show and if you're a follower of the show, when you hear me say 15 to 17 is god level, god level stuff. You guys think the NA guys, like the NA guys are excluded from this whole conversation? because the Gen 3 Mustang NA is quicker than an NA Gen 2 Mustang. But the moment you start modding it heavily, it's a wash. It's the same thing. It's not a big deal. And you don't have to put as much money into a Gen 2 than a Gen 3. Now, what you started seeing is people asking ridiculous money for Gen 2s. I sold my 2015 Mustang for $25,000. I thought that was a fair price. And then the guy died, put the dead dad in the trunk and then he resold it to somebody else without the wheels. And then he tried to come after me saying, oh, I want some information about this car. Get the hell out of here. Same thing with the white car. Sold it. The guy was really good. The guy he sold it to all of a sudden started, hey, tell me about the car. No, it's over. It's over. I sold my white 19 for $35,000. So $10,000 more, but still good deals. If my Gen 2 was as built as my Gen is my gen? If my Gen 2 was as built as my Gen 3 blower running good, I could have asked 32, 35 for that, and I had a tough time selling my 19 for 35, 36 straight cash, not from a dealership. So the Gen 3 product is not as good. Maybe it's faster in in the micro record world, the NA full bolt on King gutted a 10 R80 world. That's it. The moment you put boost to this car, a Gen 2 or a Gen 3, it's a wash. It's exactly the same, and the 6R80 is God-level stuff. I understand you need to put a blue streak uh, planetary on it. I understand you got to put an intermediate shaft and maybe some kind of billet drum situation, okay? But at the end of the day, that transmission, that platform will take you much further than any Gen 3 before you have to pony up six or seven thousand dollars for a built 10 R80. Now on the truck front, Ford I think just went. You know what? We're, we we want to broaden our audience. Well, by broadening their audience by bringing the pride stuff in, they alienated the hardcore truck guy. And I guarantee, not only were you already getting called gay by owning a Ford, Ford was saying it's okay. We're cool with gays, which again, whatever. But if you wanna really piss off a truck guy, make the brand a proud brand as opposed to a tough brand. When, when Chris Farley says, we make trucks for the regular, no you don't. Uh, Tesla makes trucks for the Silicon Valley people. So it is a pretty accurate thing to say, you make trucks for gay guys, right? We make trucks for gay guys. Tesla makes trucks for Silicon Valley people. And Chevy and Dodge makes trucks for dudes. Like, is that a crazy thing to say? No. And I don't think people in that boardroom that speak about their advertising understand what the real world is like. They've never been to a mud park full of Mud crickets at you know a uh, uh, herpes eight and mud butt five over in you know Sebring somewhere. Go there, hang out for a weekend. Sh- see how many people are you know making fun of the Ford guys. They're not drinking Bud Light anywhere. You saw what happened to Bud Light when they got woke. And Ford is now experiencing in the middle of all this craziness. They're they're not doubling down, but they're dabbling in the wokeness. And in my opinion, a complete. 180 needs to happen. But in my opinion, it won't happen because of the leadership that Ford currently has. Now, let's dabble with the electricity stuff, the electric market. Ford got a $9 billion loan from the government to build a battery plant in Kentucky and Tennessee. If no infrastructure, I'm saying if the government is not going to allow the grid to to be heavily modified, to accommodate what is to be a mandated thing that by 2030 whatever, most of the sales of the, like they're forcing you to buy electric and you will see people go, I'm not gonna buy electric if it's $55,000 at 8% interest rate based on the national interest rates for loans right now. So you're gonna be like, people are gonna say no, 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 no the people that do buy electric for the tax incentives are going to have trouble charging. They're going to see that there's going to be blackouts if you're in California or anywhere in the West Coast. You're going to have trouble charging it if you don't have it set up at home. And if you have a charger set up at home, there's they're, they're going to tell you to not charge the vehicle at peak load times. So this is a complete loser, in my opinion. If you now, Ford double down, is going full in, you know, all in, sinking their balls way deep into this woke stuff and electric stuff. Got $9 billion to build an electric battery plant, a battery plant somewhere. So they're going full EV and the grid and nothing else is even, imagine building a bunch of cars and not fixing the roads. That's what they're doing with building EVs and not fortifying the electric grid. Where's the, where's the energy going to come from? And they say it's a diverse, it's a diverse electric grid. No, we need to know what is the percentage of gas, petroleum, nuclear, wind, and solar that you're going to provide. And I guarantee gas is 60%, coal is maybe 10 and then you dabble with the other 30% of stuff. And what's nuclear? No one's even talking about nuclear stuff. So I think that's going to be an interesting thing going forward to look out for. When Ford starts talking this EV stuff, they're not even thinking about the infrastructure to charge them things. Like, I am blown away that they don't even think about that. How is the government going to give you a $9 billion loan to build batteries, but not look at the Electrify America grid? If you go on my Facebook page, you'll see a post of me making fun of a Electrify America ga- charging station, and there's a big massive diesel generator running power, you know, uh, uh, putting electricity, uh, 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 you know, charging or, or providing electricity to the chargers. The, the, the guy's name was rat R-A-F-P-I-A. So I'm going to go to Facebook real quick. Then I'll talk a little bit about what you shouldn't do. And then we'll go from there. Um, Raf Pia or whatever. Um, he posted something the other day on Facebook. Oh, come on, come on, come on, dude. Let's go. And it was a, it was him at a, a, I don't know, like Electrify America thing. Here it is. Perfect. Boom. Let, let, okay, this is perfect. This is great. This is on my Alex Flores page on Facebook. This, this, you want to talk about the irony? This, I believe, is in Odessa, west side of Kingston. I don't know. Is that Canada or is that like uh, Michigan? So again, this is an Electrify America station right here. If you don't know what they look like, this is. I think. Some kind of electrify America situation. And look at this. <laughs> A caterpillar, serious diesel generator doing what it does, providing electricity to the chargers. Like what the hell? Like, I am blown away that the government is virtue signaling by giving Ford nine billion dollars. And not even thinking about how the hell are we going to actually, you know, provide the electricity so that there isn't downtime. And then you're going to see some kind of national state of emergency. You're going to see some rationing. You're going to see a bunch of weird, goofy stuff happen. Now, let's, fu- let's finish it up nicely with what never to do in a data log. We had a customer. We had a customer. He says, Ontario, Canada. That's where the diesel generator was sitting there. Providing electricity to the, to the chargers, the, the Canadian chargers, whatever you want to call them unreal. So we had a customer the other day say, Hey, I went wide open throttle and the car started running rough. I uploaded a data log to the tune delivery network, TDN. Can you please check it out? I went watt for 30 miles. So, we thought it was a typo. We go, wait, no, he must have meant 30 seconds. Like, he must have meant 30 seconds, right? So, one of our tuners reached out and he go, excuse me, um, did you say 30 miles? Yep, 30 miles. Uh, went watt. So, that means he was to the wood for minutes and minutes. And he probably blew it up he probably blew it up. So, I got to I got to tell you guys that engines aren't designed to do that. I don't know what you're watching on television. I don't know what you think a motor does, but any motor, even a bone stock motor. You take a bone stock motor right now and you go walk for 30 miles. You're it's going to protect itself in many ways. Coolant temp is going to go up, so timing is going to go down. So about the last thing you want is a very hot engine with low timing, but it's trying to protect itself. And it won't go into limp mode. It'll just stay revving. If you're in gear, under a load, watt, let's say fifth gear, and you're just watt the whole time. So he didn't log that because there would be a 10-minute log. The gentleman went watt on I-10, In Arizona for 30 miles. I don't, I see these, these, uh, I see whatchamacallit. uh, I see these Arabs. What's the problem? I want to go 200. Stop. Alex, the 4-5 shift on a 6R80 hits weird. I'm like, fourth gear's 160 miles an hour at 7,500 RPMs. Or seven thousand RPMs. You're complaining about the four-five shift. Well, yes. What's the problem? I don't see what is the problem. Have you seen the size of the clutch of the fifth gear on the six R eighty? Have you seen the size of seventh gear on a ten R eighty? So you're expecting a guy, a, a transmission, to go wide open throttle six seven at 180 miles an hour and have it be honky dory and a 4 5 on a 6r80 at 160 miles an hour and it is pushing against the wind it's pushing a 3800 pounds car it's making barely 400 horsepower to the wheel and you're expecting it to do a seamless 4 5 shift or a 6 7 shift I've had customers say the weirdest, goofiest shit where they go, you know, after 150 miles an hour, it stops accelerating. Any idea why? Guys, do you know why a car stops accelerating at 150 miles an hour when you're in fifth gear with an MT-82, the car weighs 3,800 pounds, you got wind resistance, you're out of horsepower? Do you think it should... You think if you have long enough road that a car is just going to go 200 miles an hour regardless of how much power it makes? Blown away by that. Let's talk about it. Talk about woke stuff. Talk about um, electric stuff. Talk about going to Watt for 30 minutes. Oh, my God. Crazy, crazy stuff. Joe Swish says the power grids are barely stable in basic storm, in, in a basic storm, at least in this area. We ain't ready for EVs to pull on the grid even more. Alex, it's okay. It's probably running. It's exercise. <laughs> Well, I don't recall seeing the, a DPF on that generator. Uh, third stream in a row, kicking Fords back in. Can we go back to making fun of Hellcats for a bit? No, because, look, you started seeing people, especially um police departments, are really cracking down on... I like the fuck him in the ass while you the yo, They got Timmy oh, yeah. on the turn Good. up and the blast off. He, he went not jack come for that body and, and took his, his mask off. Like They're now starting to crack down on sideshows and takeovers. So every day you see a new news report of takeovers and all this stuff. I'm happy about that. This is why I might be able to go on Copart and pick me up a hell kitty. That isn't too snuffed out. I guarantee the quarter is jacked from Pookie smacking some Mexican that has a blick with a banana clip and his pants halfway down. Guys, when you go to a takeover or sideshow, Bring a belt. You're stupid. One, you're there. You're there. You're already stupid. Two, they're cracking down on that shit. They, they ain't messing around no more. They're not breaking up races if you're drag racing and it's pretty organized. Like, like there are cops in Houston, Dallas, Kansas, certain areas where they're just like, man, they're just having fun. If they they wipe out, they kill themselves. There's no houses here. It's nothing but industrial complexes. It's all good. Bro, just don't get killed. Okay, thanks. Peace. But a sideshow or takeover in the middle of the busiest intersection, guys get in the middle, throw gasoline down. Why do you do that? Get hit by cars. Get run over by the car. My, My Instagram feed, guys, is full of takeover stuff. And it's almost like, We've become the dumbest society on the planet. Remember back in, I don't know, 2010, where we would look at these Arabs out there doing doing slides from one side of the street to the other side of the street. And they, you know, very skilled. And then at the end, they go, and then, okay, that is less stupid than a takeover or a sideshow. Way less stupid. I understand you get the occasional whoops, I hit a curb in my Honda Accord going 120 and we are flipping and there goes an arm. There goes a bed sheet and another bed sheet and a bed sheet with an arm in it. (laughs) So you're like, okay, that sucks. But sideshows are even dumber. You, you put gas down, you put, you, you point lasers at the guy, you hit each other, you push each other out. Then the guns come out and you start shooting at each other. Like, Arabs look at us and go, "Hey, those Americans are stupid, aren't they? Like, uh, uh, are you ready to go sideways in my Honda Accord at 130 miles an hour?" Yes. I'm surprised they didn't have the power strips for the extra space. Give give the money to Farley or Silinski. Sorry, I'm late. Dropping a like and we'll rewatch later. Let's go all the way down. Uh Ian Martha, what's up? Support Ian Martha needs an intervention. Ian Martha needs to be sat down. He went from a Z06 to a Genesis to a Pookie Mobile. In less than a year. Ian, I love you. You're going to get rid of that car. Number one, fuel mileage, trash. Number two, it's going to get stolen. I love you. I love you very much. You're actually a really nice guy. I like you very much. He used to have a Charger back in the day. Then he got into the Z06 Corvette. Then he got it. No, he got it. He had a Charger, orange Camaro, then a Corvette, then a Genesis, then a Pookie mobile. That's going to get stolen, man. It's a kitty. I love you. It's over. Listen to me. It's over. You're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. The reason I say it's over is because... It's over, Johnny. You're not going to race over. it. Nothing is over! You're not going to modify it. You just you're just not going to put a pulley on it and do 85 You're going to get bored with it on pump gas with a red key in about two months. And when you're getting eight miles a gallon, it's over. It's over, Johnny. It's over. And it's then you're over. gonna sell the car. You get the fuck out of here because I'm, I'm gonna. Fuck. And you're gonna get into a Camry. So it's over. It's time. You need to be told that, that it's Sakaguchi body. You have gotten five cars in the last year and a half. Someone needs to sit you down. You're not gonna like that car. I love you. It's a wonderful car. If it's on E eighty five, a drag pack, headers, cam, pulley to death, badass ride. Stock on pump gas, you're gonna hate that thing. And then Pookie finna slide on 95.
1: Hell catching the track They
0: got Timmy on the Trust me. Man. Break, break, hey. <laughs> Arkansas State Police are always chasing the blackout Dodge SRT modded crazy. They're gonna get rid of it for him. Scat packs Americans. Why does Pookie love stealing Dodge products? Rap videos. Guys. Listen to the rap lyrics. Come Cause on. I'm trifling. 40 glass of my nightstand. Roll up his backwood before he put that pipe in. Bitch, I'm busting jewels in the Hellcat. Hellcat. Hellcat and trackhawks. They got Timmy yeah. on the turn up and the blast off. They did a very good job. They did a very good job, Dodge, by promoting the, the Dodge brand to hip hop, culture because i'm trifling 40 glass on my nightstand roll Love up that his backwood black wood before he put the that pipe in Whoa, they did a great job so hip-hop culture made that hot it used to be mercedes it used to be cadillacs it used to be 20-inch wheels on anything back in the day. You got to stay away. If a rapper tomorrow says, man, I'm finna get me in that Roush, bro. Sell that. Sell all your Roushes. You know, I got to think of a lyric with Roush. What rhymes with Roush? You know, all you need to do is have Dirk, Baby, not Drake, Drake, Gangster, Drake, Drake's, Drake's Drake. But all you need to do is have somebody talk that shit. And all of a sudden, that car becomes popular because they want to be seen in the hood. Like, people think that if you're seen in a Dodge, that you're popping. What the fuck are you popping? Nobody that sees a Hellcat, a Charger, SRT, Scat, anything, thinks, Oh my God, baller, he's got money. No! We all think, what bank allowed him to get a loan? Like, think about it. You think working at Cricket Wireless, the car wash? I saw a guy at the car wash with a Hellcat. What's the payment on the Hellcat? $2,100? 11%? You didn't put $30,000 down on that bid. You're at the car wash, bro. At the car wash. Stop. We don't think you're a badass if you got a dodge. We think you're in debt and it's a and it's finna finna be repoed. Fixin' two. I bang the Suki when they go fishing, boom by the river is a banger. Getting the cash in a rouse. <laughs> Bro, just call Drake gay. Drake Drake's not, you know. Drake's not a like dirk. You know? Sliding the rouse, all my walls, touching couch. Ha <laughs> Yes, sliding in the rouse. All oh, my walls touching couch. Spun the block in the rouse. Caught a pookie in the couch. Hellcats are badass cars. Just the culture around them and makes. Look, I I agree. They're badass cars. The culture is not. In my opinion, the 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 Hellcats are the last great American muscle car. Anything with a Hellcat Durango. Actually, believe it or not cadillacs are making that case they're putting lt4s i think they're called in cadillac V's, escalades so at least they're doing you know that but i think it's a last great american muscle car and they have been rumored to still provide stick shift hellcats to people it is not available to order in on the website but supposedly if you go to the dealership and order it at the dealership, you can get yourself into a manual Hellcat. Do I recommend that? Hell no. It's too heavy. You're going to break that transmission, drive shaft, and all the parts, all the IRS stuff. Get the auto. That auto is very well made. It takes a lot of abuse. But what I'm telling you is the culture around the Hellcat Makes it undesirable because it's gonna get stolen. The culture around mustangs is undesirable because people are gonna think your bussy is busted open. Stop! Oh geez, I smashed the mic. Cat was cheaper than the C706, yeah, but the C706 is like a hundred thousand plus dollars. The C the 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 um the Hellcat was probably eighty nine thousand bucks. So let's say okay, let's do some math. All right, you bought your charger. I don't know how much you had in equity. Then you traded that in for a a Camaro. I don't know how much you had in equity in that. And then you got into a Z06. So you're upside down right now. Then you sold the Z06 and traded down to a Genesis. So I'm hoping there's a little equity there because car prices were a little crazy for a little while. And now you got yourself into a Hellcat. If you didn't put $20,000 down to that Hellcat, your monthly payment is $1,500. Love you. They don't pay rent, Alex, $1,500 a month. Ain't nothing when Repo Man gonna come get it anyway. You guys wanna watch some great Repo guys in action? Miami Repo. The Miami Repo page on Instagram is so good because the Cubans don't give a fuck. They don't care that you're pookie. They don't care that you got, they don't care you got banana clip. They got banana clips too. The guys in the Repo trucks are gangster. Be careful. Don't Don't get stupid on them. Getting cash in a drought. Driving around in a roush. They got the four-door game unlocked. Pookie died suddenly in a live show. Caddy is too expensive for 392. dollars Buying MFs. CT5 B- Blackwing is 110 without markup. I'm a crowd killer. <laughs> the man in Hellcat might be a good buy if you're collecting it. Exactly. Ask me about my roush bout. When I slide up in the ops, I run the over. They go, ouch, ouch. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what a lyric. Like, (laughs) ask me about my Roush bout. When I slide up on the ops, I run them over. They go, ouch, ouch. I made like 20K on every car I've sold. You are a lying ass motherfucker because the Genesis did not have a $20,000 plus side. Love you. But you know, I hope you did well. I really do. Look, I hope you have that car in a garage, inside of a garage, my only dislike on the auto is a great trans, but I would rather drive a manual and a Hellcat. It's just too heavy. It is too heavy. It's just too heavy. The manual is going to be a full second and a half slower. Um, he could be leasing the Hellcat. Ah, I don't think he'd be leasing the Hellcat. You see, these guys are brothers that don't know how to run turn a wrench and just watch Roman Pierce and rap videos and the Fast and Furious movies, and that's why they, they all got them. I mean, maybe. I, okay. Did you guys... Did any movie ever inspire you to buy a certain vehicle? Before you say need for speed, like, shut the fuck up. I hated that GT500. It looked so stupid. It was the stupidest looking car ever. The only car in a movie that I thought I'd love to own was the Eleanor from Gone, Gone in 60 Seconds. But now, like, you can't build that without getting sued or whatever. But I never looked at it and went, oh, my God, I lust after that car. I go, car looks good. But then every Tom, Dick, and Harry built it, and it became undesirable to have it. No, thank you. Most repoed car in the planet is the Hellcat. Anything exactly. Most repoed car on the planet is Hellcat. Anything. But the problem is this: they get repoed, put an auction, and get or they go to Copart, and they get scooped up. And Copart does not give you a break on them. They still want their sixty-five thousand dollars on a Hellcat. If you guys watch, um, Scrap Life Garage, he started buying up a lot of the Hellcat stuff because there's a good secondhand market within the with the brakes, the suspension. Rear end, stuff like that. I think he pays like 30 grand for absolute junk. Skyman says, Alex, question. If I run the 85 tune from Lund, but my E is testing at 60 to 70%, is it still safe or thoughts? Well, it's gonna run rich. Meaning, AFR is gonna trim fine. And again, guys, for those of you that stare down the AFR gauge as if you're in a staring contest, please stop doing that. When you're in your car, in your Mustang, and you look at the center display, The AFR gauge is basically a dummy gauge. It doesn't tell you what the left side's doing. It doesn't tell you what the right side's doing. It doesn't tell you how much it's trimming in and out. A a Coyote control system, whichever generation, can trim 30%, 3, 0%, and still show proper AFR. In my ZR1, if I am off 10%, AFR is off a decent amount. If I'm idling there and it's trimming out 15% fuel, my AFR at idle is 13.7, 13.6. I go, oh, it's rich, rich. It doesn't allow you to trim 30% and AFR be happy. So just because your AFR is at 14.0, or let's say it's E85 and then the the center display is 10.0, Oh, that's proper free 85. What if it's trimming out 30% fuel, but the AFR shows the proper AFR? You need to look at short-term fuel trims and long-term fuel trims. That is the indicator of, in my opinion, every guy out there, every racer, every guy that gets a tune should at least look at three things. Knock, short-term fuel trims, long-term fuel trims. AFR shouldn't even be in the equation. Fuck AFR. AFR matters. Fuck all. So this is what you do. You turn on your data log and you download it or whatever, and you just scroll across that idle. And if the fuel trims are within 5%, plus or minus, plus 5, minus 5, count yourself good. If the fuel trims are 10% or more, you might want to start looking at it. If on E85, I put in a stoic value of 9.80 or 9.85, and you want to know if your ethanol content is good or bad, look at your short trims. It's really easy. This is how we do it. If you get a a bucket of ethanol 1R on a stock car that has an E85 tune with a 9.85 stoic, Fuel trims are dead nuts because 85% ethanol, 85% stoic fuel in, in the tune, trimming within 2 3% money. Let's say you get rid of that fuel and you go to the pump and you don't even bother to check. Boom, you fill it up, you start driving, and you look at your fuel trims and they're trimming out, meaning negative, meaning pulling fuel. Now you know your ethanol content is under 85 percent if it's 10 percent or 15 percent it's like e75 so that's what i do when i get in my gt500 and i drive around right and the fuel trims are within five percent i go to the pump and i drive after about five or six miles the fuel trims are still where they were before i don't even care to test it fuel trims are good i don't care now if the fuel trims start wigging out get it home get it home change the stoic in the tune, whatever you need to do so so it doesn't trim out too much fuel. Nestor Barrio says, Alex, would a 5.2 from a Gen 1 GT350 would be a good platform for a 5.2 S197? Gen 1 GT350. Wait. Alex, would a 5.2 from a Gen 1 GT350 would be a good platform for a 5.2 S197? Take... Read my email. My GT350 is dead. Let me know. Off the air. No rush. So Nestor, if you're, if you are using a Gen 2, because it's a Gen 2 control system, GT350, and you start plugging it into Gen 1 stuff, you have no cam control. You got to change the firing order. The cam control is all jacked up. The Gen 1 control system cannot properly control the Gen 2 control system. That's why you can't throw a 15 to 17 motor long block into a Gen 1 and have it work properly. The cams are parked in a different position. If I'm not mistaken, the connectors are different, so it won't plug in. So unless you're saying my new GT350... Blew up. Can I get an older GT350 motor and put it in there? Yeah, 52 is 52 is 52, all the same shit. Gen 2 control system, all good. But the way I read that, makes me think that it's a S197 from a 5 for 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 a 52. No, it, unless you have no no. Like the, the 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 short answer is no, it won't work because are you willing to configure everything over to Gen 2 stuff. You'd literally, no, don't even do it. Don't even try it. The only FR that matters is cylinder heads on a small block Ford. Alex, what's that injector I need if I want to make 10 PSI on E85 on my Gen 3 car? Would the 2020 GT500 injectors be enough? No, Riley Neufeld. On E85, because the fuel is less dense, you need a bigger injector. So you need at least a 1,000cc. There are people out there that are touting, and this is the problem with Facebook and all this stuff. I saw someone said that they made over a 1,000 horsepower, 1,200 horsepower, with 1050Xs. I'm like, no. And they claimed that the DI helped. No. I guarantee your injectors are just wide open, and there is no pulsing. Just because you've made that power on a dyno doesn't mean that you can now go to the track and push its own power and think you're going to have enough fuel for 11 or 1200 horsepower with just id1050x's on e85 i would err on the side of caution i would over i would overbuild the car if i'm aiming to make 700, I need a 1,000 cc injector. If I'm aiming to make 1,100, I need a 1,300 cc injector. If I'm aiming to make 1,300 and up, I will put in a 2,000 cc injector. I think you may be talking about putting a 5.2 in an S197 shell. Okay, what control system? What control pack? The most important thing about swapping an engine over that didn't come natively in that car is the control system. If you are not willing to switch everything over to GT350, every single little thing, no importa. Alex, got a Gen 1 with a high compression and cams. Is it finally time to put a CJ manifold on it? Current setup is a 350 manifold. Got the CJ for dirt cheap with a Whipple. Yes, if you got a Gen 1 with high compression, like a 12 to one Gen 1 and you have cams, it's begging for a CJ. Absolutely begging for a CJ. In my opinion, The CJ shouldn't even be considered unless you live in the high RPM ranges or you have camshafts. The camshafts allow you to move more air. The CJ complements the camshafts. Now, does the CJ make more peak power than a 18 or GT350 manifold? Yes, but does does that automatically make it a faster car? No. There's a thing called average horsepower. The life that the needle is under the peak power if it is making more torque and more power before the peak number, then that's the intake you should go with. When you shift the gear, the needle lands, wherever it lands, you want the meat of the power there, and you have to configure your combo to be at the meat of the power. A lot of people go, CJ made more power, and they look at that top number on the right side of the dyno where it made three more horsepower, and they ignore everything under that where the 18 or 350 manifold destroyed it before that yeah that's badass 12 to 5 compression on a gen one that's badass stuff thanks i thought the di would help me enough to get there but i don't want to uh push the injectors to the max 1050 x's or 1050 x either or is fine <laughs> exactly what should i expect to make on a 69 millimeter pulley four level two id1050s plan to send the blower to jason for porting what is it What blower is it? The Roush blower? I wouldn't port it. I'd just throw a 69. Why would you want to port it? What do you want to do? Why do you want to port it? Tell me what you want to do first. Like, why do you want to port it before maxing it out on, on Pulley first? Nestor says, I know the cams are different. Dude, everything's different. I believe there are four performance cams when using 350 heads on a Coyote short block. I know his glass. Wanted to see if the Predator crank fits. Bro, you are now entering into... What do the... Guys on the chat, what is the baddest crank out there that the fast guys use? Go. Oh, Nestor says, my 350 was total. I had the parts available or is it better to sell it? Rob at the parts. Sell it to Rob. Sell it to Rob. Nestor, sell it to Rob. What is the baddest crank the racers are putting on their cars? Go. I'll give you a hint. It's not the Predator crank. I know you're thinking 5-2, and I understand. Now you're changing firing order. You're changing a whole bunch of stuff. That's right. That's right. Boss, crank, boss, crank, boss, boss. I love you guys. Love you guys. Boss, crank is the boss. That's why, in my opinion, if you can find a roadrunner, that's the motor to build. Gen 1, 12 millimeter studs, badass CNC ported heads, better rods and pistons, badass crank. The Gen 1 boss motor is God motor. Only to be followed up by the Predator. Goals, nines is porting, What's to keep the IITs down, was my thought. Dude, Jared Wells, is your car in auto? You can can go nines unported with a 69mm pulley. Did you not listen to my video outlining a build? When did I mention porting at all? If your goals are nines, all you need is about 15 to 16 pounds of boost and a good converter. Actually, you don't even need a converter on a Gen 2. And that thing will go 990. You do not need to port anything, anywhere, ever if your goals are nines. If you want to maximize every single ounce of that Roush blower, sure, port it, absolutely. Jason does a great job. But if you just want to go nines, dude, don't worry about it. Right, it's not the MMR crank, exactly. Um, If I send my heads out to get another country to be ported, does it become imported? That's pretty good. Tesla plaid crank. Uh, did Tesla buy Ford? 800 all day on a roadrunner 800. Look at 1,000. Dakota made a thousand. Twin turbo, cams, chopping. I'd buy his car, but not for 30 something thousand. I, I love his car. It's got low miles and everything, but it's been through stuff. JJ the Boss, 302, Mo Street up crank. I know that I could beat him on the street because I'm Mo Street. Damn, just got here. Leave me a like, catching a replay. Phil Fez says, at what point does a TVS should I consider changing from a six rib setup to an eight or ten rib setup? Thanks to it. Belt slip. Phil Fez belt slip issues. So, you can only get so much on the 6-rib. I would skip 8-rib altogether and go right to 10-rib if you could. The problem is this, and this is where I think the problem lies with any 10-rib kit. The tensioner and the AC. So, TVSs run off of the rear sheath on the crank. What does that mean? There are two grooves on a Coyote crank. The front drive, usually Whipple, Vortec, Edelbrock, they all use the front drive. TVS's use the rear drive, which shares a AC drive, meaning it drives the AC also, the air conditioner. So if you go 10 rib, you gotta get all this crap and a 10 rib air conditioning pulley. I tore up three air conditioners with aftermarket 10 rib setups and eight rib setups. So, in my opinion, buy an extra alternate, by, sorry, alternator, air conditioner, sorry, air conditioner. In my opinion, the TVS isn't great, a great setup if you have to then start going eight rib, 10 rib. I think just shit starts to happen that is not favorable. I, so, I'd rather just get like a Grip Tech 69 millimeter and an auxiliary idler and hope that it doesn't slip. For all those that build 5.2, most of y'all don't know. Most builders do a coyote size bore on the cylinder. My build sleeve Voodoo Motor technically is a flat plane crank 5.0. Fun info. I didn't know. Uh yes, they actually go down in displacement. They uh, why? A beefier sleeve. So if you have a 5.2, that means you have a bigger cylinder. So what they do is they sleeve it and cut it to a 5-liter um displacement or, or, or bore size, four inch bore, right. To be ported, uh, has become a sad moneymaker for a lot of these companies. Yeah. I need your help. I'm having a, I'm having on a 21 F 50 Rob tuned me at uh, done. <laughs> I'm done that they're, they're there. Like that you have your answer. Like you have your, your answer. Is in your question. Love you. I, I love you. I, I look. If someone else is tuning you, you gotta hit him. Hit him up. You gotta hit him up. Do I gotta hit him up? Do I have hit him up? I do have hit him up. I ain't okay. got no motherfucker. I fuck so, your bitch, motherfucker. Go ahead. get tuned by homeboy. I wonder why she's cutting before the track. You do. I, I need help with the tune. I don't know what's wrong with it. Call him. First off, exactly. <laughs> hit him up. It's a Coyote boar, I think, 3.363. Gotcha. Are FIC 1000s too much for your end goal if it's no more than 700 horsepower? I have a Gen 3 ESS. No, no, no. FIC 1000s are fine even on pump gas. I bought FIC 1000s for the ZR1. After a lot of data and a lot of messing around and calling FIC, we just came up with a game plan of going back to a FIC1000. It went from a stock injector all the way to a 1440 and the 1440 with that particular design puddles too much on the walls. Fueling was inconsistent. Trying speed density tuning wasn't working either, even though it was a lot smoother. I still have this hiccup in the middle and I said, let's just go back to a known injector. So we went down to the native plug FIC1000, turn off the speed density stuff, turn on the math again and go from there and start from scratch because I have some parts that I wanna test and I don't wanna give the manufacturer bad data. Um, I was kind of hacking away at some stuff and I thought to myself, what would I tell a customer? I would tell a customer 1440s are too much for a petroleum-based fuel. It's just in a ZR1 application. On a Coyote application, it's touch and go. FIC told me that with 1440s, the minimum pulse width mimics what the 1650 does. So the 1650, in my opinion, acts similar to a ID 1700. And ID 1700 does not like idling on pump gas or any 14:0 stoic fuel. So I said, well, if the 1440 doesn't like idling on pump gas on Coyotes, I can't imagine it likes idling on ZR1s with pump gas either. So back to the 1,000 I go. Uh, that's what I'm saying, uh, Edu Martinez. A lot of people get fancy, bro. A lot of people get fancy. Going to put a Gen 2 in my Gen 1 RCSP V6. and willing to change everything. Will it work? If you're willing to change everything, sure it'll work. You mean you're going to put a F-150 computer, body harness, everything? Hook up the ABS? Everything. That's on you. Uh, What does it say here? Alex, what brand size were you running on your white ESS Mustang? ID1050Xs. I had FIC 1440s and then I had FIC 1000s. The data that I was trying on the that car had a weird hot restart issue and I don't know what it was and I chased it, chased it, chased it, chased it. And then I said, let me just buy, yes, a $1,000 injector. Guys, look, I've done all the testing so that then in the queue, when you ask me a question, I go, this is what I did. And it took care of the issue. I got ID ten fifty Xs, cold starts perfect, hot restarts perfect, fueling perfect, and I sold it with ID ten fifty Xs installed. Um, if I can get some decent money for the Rec three fifty, I'll sell it whole. I had a feeling that legwork wasn't worth it. Swapping the parts into a shell seemed posture That thanks Papa, you sell it Papa, you're gonna be way better off. Hit up Rob at the parts farm. I got a GT350. Let's make a deal. The motor and Trans alone. Listen, Nestor Berrios. I think he sells for $15,000 or $14,000. Someone will buy it, put it in their Cobra kit car, and Rob will make his money right back. My car is an MTD2 car. I have an RXE aluminum one-piece drive shaft. I have an RXE aluminum one-piece drive shaft Weakest link on the car is the axles, rods, piston motor. so it should stay alive for... Okay, manual, you're going to need a lot of help to go nines. So, yeah, I still wouldn't port it, though. No offense, I still wouldn't port it. Um, Right after they informed me to put a new valve body, TCM, and lead frame. Joe Mendoza, what are you talking about, bro? When he tuned my car, it was hitting a limiter at 80 miles an hour. It wouldn't go past it, shaking my head. And then he said, right after they informed me to put a new valve body, and TCM, and lead frame. Whoa, who told you to do that? Not Lund. How do i get a hold of this man for a tune me like me lund racing support at lundracing.com guys and i appreciate you and look i'm flattered that you guys would reach out to me on instagram or on on, on, on gmail i can't i can't go around the ticket system i'm loyal to lund if you guys hit me up for a tune on gmail i'm literally gonna write support at lundracing.com i tune for one person and one person only so If you want to get tuned. And again, there's no guarantee you're going to get me. Brandon, Dakota, me, and Junior all tune exactly the same. So I get a lot of guys going, man, you've done great. I've been so happy with the tuning. What's your name? I go, Lund Calibrator. Because I'm not going to play favorites here. Because then they're going to say, I want Alex. And then it's going to become a problem. So we keep our names anonymous. I don't know why everything has to be ported. Because people don't understand once you port something, you move the torque to the right, and it becomes less zippy at low RPMs. And they go, "Hey, it feels slower when I ported it." Yeah, no shit. Hey, Alex, I ate McDonald's at the other day, and I've been having stomach issues since. Do you think I should hit up Wendy's and file a complaint? <laughs> you missed Bumble Swipe. Don't worry, two thousand MCR. The, the the dating channel come back. It's just, dude, too busy. I, look, I, I can't sit here and make and do shows nonstop. And it's the meat. There's no meat on the bone there. I'd rather do standalone stuff and then I'll announce a comeback on the on the dating channel. But it'll probably be once a week because it's a lot of work. Um, Nestor says, when my shop is done at the house, I'll look into getting Gen 2 350 on a different car. Thanks again. Meant poser-ish. Got it. Oh, of course, not Lund. It was the three-letter company. Oh, BBR told me that BMR suspension adds 150 horsepower. Is it true? Says, hold in his cock. Any setup with th- any setup, throttle body, GT350, 87 BBK p- PMS fender mount, 2020 A10 full exhaust already, stock throttle body, stock throttle body, your manifold is stock, so why would you put an 87 millimeter or 90 millimeter throttle body on a stock manifold? Doesn't make any sense. Um, when I was uh, Ryan Bennett says I'll, I'll be getting them as, as a p i live down the road from from manual I'll swing by him to get it done. Yes. If you live near Manuel Gomez, go over there, say, I wanna get a tune, and he's got a dyno. He can get you set up with a remote session or a remote tune, you should be good to go. Okay, let's give away a couple of shirts. Um, I got extra large and large YDBT cotton shirts. They're gonna be hot, sticky, and nasty, and once you wash them, it's probably gonna fade the logo, but it's free. So what are you gonna do? What I'm gonna do is no trivia, because it doesn't matter. And again, if you want won shit before, do me a favor, don't don't reply, because then I have to then stop the show and go again and, and then get it to somewhere else, you know, give it to another guy. So it doesn't matter if you're a member or not on this one. Again, I prioritize the members for giveaways, but since they're just shirts and I give away shirts on Sundays also, I'm not going to go too crazy. First guy to put the number 1,000 up gets it. <laughs> First guy to put the number 1,000 on the chat gets a shirt because the trivia stuff, I'm running out of trivia stuff to talk about. I was like, oh, trivia, you know, just just random. Put a 1,000 on the chat. If you uh, get a 1,000 on the chat, you win. And if it's 313 Mike, he's not going to get shit. He's literally not going to get shit because he's won like five things from me. Brad Smith, Brad Smith gets it. And Vic puts (laughs) 10,000. Brad Smith wins. And Vic under him put (laughs) 10,000. You want to talk about someone that didn't know how to follow directions. Brad Smith, do me a favor. Give me your uh, size, large or extra large, at YDBT4Life at gmail.com. Verify who you are, picture of your license, whatever, picture of your profile on YouTube, whatever you want. Brad Smith, you win. The guy put a 10000 under it. It's a Brad, Brad Smith. So let me know, YDBT4Life at gmail.com. And you get a share. This guy put the the number ten thousand, not a member, but here longer than he he, but been here longer than ninety eight percent of them. Cross Rotch, become a member. Like, okay, what's the lowest tier membership we got? And that is the way I get basically the best way to support this channel. Because again, I can't bring you zero one content, GT five hundred content, notch content, or hush money content if the channel doesn't make money. Let's be honest you guys want to see cool shit the channel needs to make money so if you want to become a member and have a monthly nut deducted from your account i think it's five dollars the minimum one do that and then you get prioritized on certain things there's member sh- member giveaways member videos eventually look in august i want to try to do four giveaways each week that it's, it's at least a thousand dollars so every tuesday but i'm working on that so that means i have to literally save up four thousand dollars buy the product because no one gives me anything except race motive and give it to you guys and that that takes time and costs money so uh brad smith you win a shirt so large or extra large let me know it'll come in a package like this with a usps logo and we're good to go okay now the next guy to um (laughs) i'm trying to think of something uh show related just so that it's uh it's not so random you know what i'm saying uh i've already said this before but where did I air my first live stream? What location? None of the members say anything. I mean, none of the uh, admins say anything. Where did I air my first ever live stream on this channel? Location, we're looking for location. Where did I air my first ever live stream on this channel? It was at, um, it was at lunchtime too. I pull a like, and every video that comes across my algorithm, says Nito Diaz. Uh, is there any way I can get, uh, literally purchase one of those shirts? Uh, look, I don't even know how. Uh, Titan Uranus gets the shirt power by the hour. At PBH was the first time I actually started to um, live stream. I saw about 70 people pop on, and I go, hey, there's 70 people. We used to do live streams over at VMP. That went away. By the way, I want to have Joe on an interview, so Joe, good enough, if you're out there, I want to air- interview you just to catch up on old time and then we we'll talk some shit for a little bit. So Titan Uranus, you win. Titan. <laughs> so Titan Uranus wins a shirt. ydbt for at gmail.com. Both of you, let me know large or extra large. Verify who you are. We'll go from there. That's one of those things. Like, do they still do that? Does, uh... Alex, when are you going to do a car tax write-off? I mean, giveaway. Never. Because I think that's such a douchey thing to do. To call, to buy... okay. I can buy a car right now uh, that's worth $75,000 and have a $1,200 payment, right? $1,300 payment a month, you can swing that. And then say, let's say I have a warehouse full of shirts and I'll say, every shirt is five entries. And, and, And I sell, I don't know what, 500 shirts at 20 bucks, right? Let's say 500 times 20. That would be, that's only ten thousand dollars. Boy, that sucks. Well, that would really suck. That's only t- <laughs> so I'd have to sell. How many shirts would I have to sell to at and let's say twenty five bucks? That's twelve thousand five hundred dollars. So let me see. uh jeez, I'd have to sell like two thousand shirts. Oh fuck that. That's only fifty thousand bucks. How do they make money? Like how do they? Oh, I get it. Okay. So I buy the vehicle with nothing down. See, I'm not thinking properly. I buy the vehicle with nothing down or three grand down to take care of the taxes and bullshit or five grand down to take care of the tax and bullshit. So out of my pocket, I have now invested $5,000. I sell $700 shirts. I make 15,000 bucks and I pocket 7,500 bucks. It's just, it's just a game out there, dude. Yeah, three thousand, three. It's crazy, but again, that's to pay. That's to make that much money. But if you just need to make, let's say, a quick five thousand bucks, you put three and a half grand down on a car. You have a, you you cover fifteen hundred for a month or two, and then actually, yeah, yeah, that still doesn't make sense. You almost have to have a car that you like, like like my notch. It's paid off. The GT five hundred. It's paid off. That's my car. I have the title to my GT five hundred. Um, that's, cr- I still wouldn't do that though. That, that the, the, undertaking, at least $35 a shirt, bro. That's crazy. Hell, have you ever thought about doing trivia on the show? Shows inside jokes. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. That's a very good idea, uh, sir. DNA says, minus how much the shirt costs you with shipping. Right. It's a huge undertaking. So how do these guys make money? Like the way these guys do giveaways, they must have to sell a warehouse. For, because if you watch street speed. He'll literally tell you if the giveaway does well, I'll buy another Lambo. I'm like, how does that work? By the way, again, DNA High performance. They're having a sale. They can't advertise the, the, the rock bottom pricing. So if you need to buy anything, anyone on the chat, any of the 300 people that are on the chat need to buy anything, by the way, only a hundred and only 200, actually 200 of you hit like, that's good. If you hit like, I appreciate you. Um, If you need to buy anything, anything at all, hit up DNA. There's certain things that, you know, they can give you deals on if you call or email them. South Bay Cat says, I built a 22 Charger Hellcat, zero down, paid $78,000, seven-year loan through credit union payments, $1,200. Wow. 22 Charger Hellcat, zero down, paid MSRP, $1,200 is pretty good for zero down in seven years. And those cars are going up in value. Good for you, South Bay Cat. See, I've thought of doing that because I can swing that, but then I I got nowhere to put it and I got to get into a house. And again, I don't have to get into a house because I want a house. I want to get into a house so I can have a bigger garage, so I can buy more shit and put it in it and bring you more content. See, if in the house search, nothing pops up that is suitable, I'm going to start looking at warehouses, like legit. But the problem is I can't live in a warehouse or can I? I don't know. I don't know how that works um well they must buy the cars as a business expense and they write it off write it off oh my god nestor did you just spelled right r-i-g-h-t did you just spell they write it off as in the right hand <laughs> it's w-r-i-t right they don't write <laughs> Do they actually give the cars to the winners? Or are they collecting the money and returning the cars back to the dealer? That's a good one. Remember, remember, uh, uh, Mustang Lifestyle's seven-year giveaway. <laughs> ah! Remember, he had a seven-year-long giveaway. That white Mustang, like literally, literally a seven-year-long, uh, a seven-year-long um, giveaway. I'm like, bro, no one cares. No, he meant they write it off. R I T E. and Nester, man. Hudson <laughs> Motors buys older clean Rangers and F 100s They're like twenty thousand vehicles, and they invest a little money so money people buy comes va, da, 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 da. Like the Hodge twins have the most sketchy giveaway ever. Go to their go to their side site. You know those guys like, hey man, you gotta you gotta vote Republican, yeah, because Democrats are bad, yeah. Like who the. Fuck fuck watches those guys so their raptor giveaway is super weird like you go on their website and it's like odd like it looks like they're gonna sell your email address to like nigerian you know credit card scammers see edwin martinez you can't just get a barn dominium you gotta understand how florida is the only place you can get a barn dominium in florida is north florida ocala Okay, you know a mierda por el mundo por allá arriba, por la pinga, fuck junk shit. But if you're in South Florida, you can't just get a barn dominium. I wish <clears throat> you down a little more weight, face looking a little more slim. Keep it, yeah, I'm down a little bit. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm tightening up the diet. That's all. Thank you, appreciate it. But I just shaved. There was one dude who pushed back his track hawk giveaway for three years. If it's not right. They left it off. ha. <laughs> They've been giving away the Raptor for eight months. They've been giving away the Raptor for eight months. Hey, man. Yeah. Eh, look, I can't watch those guys. Those guys are just, they're not intellectual. Not that I'm intellectual, but when it comes to politics, you kind of got to know shit. The bigger YouTubers for sure make four or five times the price of the car they're giving away is worth. Example buy $50, a $50,000 car, they make $200,000 on merch sales. Can't imagine how much 13, 20 video, video made. Out of Vortech GT, should I run a turbo guard or keep the stock intake? Trying to make this blower last. Stock intake if you want the blower to last. Uh, people are buying a hundred thousand dollars before finding. When's Turvy going to do a giveaway for his channel? I wonder how much cleaner made on his green Tahoe. Didn't even know he had a green Tahoe. Um, the Hodge twins are OG man. Yeah. Oh my god, they're awful. They're awful. They're just the worst. Static Leo from Houston would do custom truck giveaways. When the giveaway was over, he would sell the truck to a dealer like 800 miles away and wouldn't send half the people that bought in. No way. That's fraud. Stangmo had been giving away that snake for a year. See, that's what I think. Right, just do a better waffle, right? Um, I think people that do raffles, aka waffles, um, that's sketchy because the IRS can come a-knocking. Because if you're, if you're selling giveaway tickets for a hundred bucks a pop and you and you do two hundred and you want to make what twenty? my math sucks. <laughs> uh, twenty thousand let's say you want to get twenty thousand dollars for a vehicle and you buy a hundred slots at two hundred bucks a piece or two hundred slots at hundred bucks a piece and you get twenty thousand dollars. I've done that I've done that a couple of times because the cars are cool. S Rupane won a F one fifty in that manner. A twin turbo Gen 3 F-150. I but mean, good for him. Probably sold it for $50,000 after that. Smart man. Hey Alex, when do Luntun start pulling timing on an NA car IAT-wise? 140 and up, IAT, depending on where the IAT is located. I live in Memphis. There was a brand new $160,000 haircut get stolen and the delivery guy was taking it off the truck. That Tahoe was clean. It was built by Stan Killer. He got found out though. Damn, okay. Get a $30,000 car giveaway, sell 10,000 shirts, $30, even the plus video revenue, that's 10K, is a small percentage of a million. But who the hell's gonna manage that? You understand? That truck came to the 956. The red truck came to the 956. That's cool. That's, I like that truck. That was a cool truck. Um, you gotta understand, if I sell 1,000 shirts, how the hell am I gonna ship 1,000 shirts by myself? So you got to have the infrastructure back there. You got to have a warehouse full of employees pumping out shirts and you got to pay them. You got to pay overhead. You got to pay workman's comp. You got to pay them a salary. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Turvy's going to do a grand slam giveaway. He's going to do moon over my hammy as a giveaway. I don't know how these clowns don't get in trouble for unregulated lotteries. Me neither, but whatever. Doing waffles as a legit business owner, you're definitely going to get popped by the IRS. Uh, I see them way too often, and it makes me kind of cringe. And they put them on Facebook. You don't think the IRS has agents on Facebook watching you? How much should I sell my fully bolted-on 60,000-mile 14 GT4? What color is it? What's done to it? I mean, 23 to 25? I mean, low 20s. Killer's the dude that runs the streetcar takeovers. Oh, no. I know he has a fast R8. That, that's a cool car. I like his R8. Someone told me the Mustang Lifestyle giveaway turbo two valve and it had to delay it twice because it needed a few things. And after six months, it finally went through with it and said he lost money on it still. Alex is going to hire Oh My God to ship the clothing. <laughs> they ship well. I mean, they, they did a good job shipping stuff. Did you ever do the live on the F-150? No. He's on vacation right now. I'm not going to tell you he's on vacation, but I can't imagine he's having a good time see when you have three kids i can't imagine any vacation is fun and that's why like edo martinez bro oh the static leo truck got it edo martinez don't have kids bro you just got yourself i think a boss 302 mustang right was it you that got a boss 302 mustang you got a nice little 2.7 truck you got a fast fox body and a fast s197 bro Don't fuck. I know you probably want to start a family and you get like a little, you know, reflective about, you know, your dad and growing up. And Bro, fuck that. Fuck that. Mustang Lifestyle doesn't even have a big enough following to be doing giveaways. He has some cool cars though. Yeah. The twin turbo GT500 that runs 1090s. The fuck? The Fox body will do that. Turby giveaways will be the grimace of milkshakes. Mustang Lifestyle isn't as big as the heavy hitter, so obviously a giveaway of what caliber wouldn't do that well. It says, where's EPA at? Um, yeah, no, like, I'm not a big giveaway guy, and this channel's tiny, and, but again, this is, how many people get paid off of Stang Mode, off of Mustang Lifestyles, off of Cleater? off of Adam LZ, off of, this is just me. When the paycheck comes in from AdSense, It's 100% mine. So that's, I guess you could say, well, that's, that's, that's the positive of having a lean and mean operation. But these guys with the big giveaways and stuff, you got to understand, you got to pay people for all that stuff. And it's just a crazy undertaking. No, thank you. I get like that sometimes, but no, kids would be the worst thing right now. Jared, you're fucking 22, man. You're 22 years old. You still shit your tidy whities You and I both know that you push farts out all the time. I guarantee you push farts out. And then when you go on the toilet and you put your pants down and you look down between your legs, there is a shit stain on it. Anyone with shit stained underwear should not have kids. I'm about to sneeze. (laughs) Bro, these allergies. (laughs) There we go. I got more, I think. No, it's pretty good. Sheesh. Must allow should should call his GT500 fail safe. Look. Here we go. <laughs> I'm blown away. The people that jump around from tuner to tuner to tuner, especially on the GT500 platform. Guys, the issue is you. <laughs> the issue is you is not the car. The issue is not the platform. The issue is you. If you don't know how to drive a car, that car requires, like, sport. Like, people want everything done for them all the time. I want it to auto-shift and drive. I want it to auto-shift in sport mode. I want it. Drive the car. Thank you. Appreciate it, Chef Boyardee's nuts. Drive the car. But, but it's a DCT and I... I want it it to auto-shift in sport mode. I want it to auto-shift and drive. Drive the fucking car. It's not the tuner. It's you. Yeah, I started talking about kids and I started sneezing. Bro, I don't want nothing to do with kids. Nothing to do with kids. Mustang Lifestyle is trying to tune his own cars. Guys, trust me. That guy doesn't know fucking shit about tuning. Not one fucking thing. He doesn't know a goddamn thing about tuning. Doesn't know how drive-by-wire works. Doesn't know how the torque tables work. Doesn't know the correlation between the torque tables and drive-by-wire. Has no fucking idea. He has probably files, just like every other tuner out there, that had vetted Lund files. Or they adjust timing and fueling. That's it. Tuners that have access to their tunes, meaning they put in an RTD, suck the file off, or an H- MPBI, suck the file off and say, I'm tuning it, and you're adding a degree, taking a degree away, please shut your whore mouth, you're not tuning that car. And Diaz says, I want you to be my dad. Uh, now, ever since you brought up that one time how you shouldn't fart, it made sense. Yeah, seriously, don't fart. Stop farting. He doesn't even know how to eat a salad. (laughs) (laughs) Alfredo, you want a shirt? Did I already give you a shirt, Alfredo? I think I already gave you a shirt. (laughs) He said... (laughs) He said Mustang Lifestyle doesn't even know how to eat. (laughs) Oh, good shit. Good shit. I love it. Thank you, Geotech. DNA says, kids aren't worth the tax write-off. Ask me how I know. Just kidding. Dude, c- careful. Wife will dump your ass and it'll be NA high performance because she'll take the D out of it. There's an episode where he was at a school and in class learning to tune. Oh, oh, so he goes to a tuning school. Oh, okay. Show me any of the top-level Ford tuners that went to a tuning school. Go. You haven't gotten a shirt yet? Alfredo, I'm going to get you a shirt. What size? That was funny as shit. Alfredo. T.S. Let me know the size. ydbg for life at gmail.com. Let me know the size. I'll get you a shirt. That was funny. Jelly or syrup on my pancakes? Syrup on toast? Jelly. The boss is boosted. Luntun. Hey, coño, pay. Good for you. Okay, this is why I love Edward Martinez, right? Loyal. Edward Martinez is one of the most loyal motherfuckers, O.G. Since twenty fifteen, late twenty fourteen, when he put a deposit on the on the fluid kit, got it installed. It's still to this day, if I'm not mistaken, to this day, to this day, is dice. To this day, to this day, to this day. This day. To this day to this day. He runs a Lund Tune with a fluid kit on his S197. And he has one of the more consistent, fast setups out there. Everyone out there that Tune shops, everyone out there that goes from this guy to Palm Beach, to Rob, to Lund, to AED, to, to Tricky, to... Imagine getting tuned by Mustang Lifestyles. Imagine you give him money Nobody at the tuning school is a better coyote tuner than anyone at Lund. In the coyote platform. Stop. NA high performance, right? It's just a six. He's the only YouTuber that took the right path and went to Lund. Every other YouTuber hates Lund. Ah. Ah. I think he tune shopped. Large, I'll make it my mission to work out on a deployment until I fit in. I got an extra large too, Alfredo, but it's a good idea to get fit. So, large, email me, Alfredo. Email, email, email. I check the emails in the morning at 6 a.m. I put the shirts, shipments together. Boom, bada, bang, and it's gone. You prefer bone-in or boneless wings? Bone-in. I like, uh, oh Bone-in wings. My OG ticket is nine years, I believe. Damn, Edwin. Bro, I love you, man. You know, you 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 and you got good people down there. You got Oscar and them. See, I wish I wish people like and I love Oscar. I really do. He's he's a he's a big teddy bear. I wish he got on the program. Like on the program. Meaning, orale, man. you're gonna come you here, man. You're gonna get a loan to that's it. And I operate like they operate. And not because we want to take him from anyone else, he would thrive. He would thrive. But maybe he doesn't care, right? Because he builds race car shit. Like Billy badass race car shit. He loves TSS, which is nothing wrong with that. But if he got on the program, meaning get in the... Look, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to name off guys that are in the ticket system and they live in the ticket system and thrive. Jason Roth, Evan Smith, Manuel Gomez, Brian Luna, C&D Autotech, Evolution Performance. Okay, these guys live in the ticket. D and G, they live. They don't leave the ticket system. Email, boom, tune. Customer comes in, sell them a tune. Boom, get it done, device. And it's just a conveyor belt of just tunes, devices, Data logs, they probably take a whole day to data log. Okay, today, you're data logging this car. And tomorrow, we're going to put headers on that. The next day, you data log that car. We got to get it out and get paid. Every day, you got to get your shop making money. So the way you do that is you have a conveyor, but you have an assembly line. Okay, Papa, we put the headers. You log it. You fuck with the ticket system. Go. And if you guys got an in-house dyno, get it on the dyno. Brian Luna can... Brian Luna can message me at 3.30 p.m. Any day, anytime. Hey, Alex, how you doing? Uh, I got a car on the dyno. It's, a, it's an ESS, pump gas, piece of shit. You want to do it? Let's go. Let's go. Why? He's in the program. He knows what I want, when I want it, and how I want it. So all of a sudden, I get logs. Idle, slow revs. I go, looks good. Watt to 6,000. Watt to 6,000. I send him a tune with the limiters removed. Watt to 7,500. Watt to (laughs) 7,500. 35 to 45 minutes. We are out the door. He has gotten paid. The customer got his car back. That's shops that create an assembly line atmosphere and a system thrive. That's how you got to set up your business, in my opinion. Certified performance. Exactly. Bone-in only way, Uh, bone, boneless wings are chicken nuggets for, yes, exactly, boneless are chicken nuggets. Okay, I'm going to get out of here before I sneeze anymore. We talked Ford woke stuff, how we've seen the graph go down after they went woke. We talked giveaways. We talked electric grid. We talked more woke stuff with the electric grid. We talked about making your shop an assembly line, basically, when it comes to getting paid, get customers in, get them on the program, get them in the ticket system, get them out the door, get them paid and then we dabbled in a whole bunch of stuff and then we found out that mustang lifestyle doesn't eat salads and i gave away a shirt because that comment was funny as hell all right guys i'm gonna get out of here thank you very much for hanging out with me for a little bit i know it's in the middle of summer shows are light but i urge you to click like share guys do me a favor hey the 200 or so 230 people that like the show just do this click the share button share it on your facebook profile how about you do me that solid and let's see if you're if the facebook traffic funnels it this way. Or Instagram. Or share it anywhere you can. That would do me a big solid. Especially the members. We'll see if we can get this channel growing. Especially in the lean months of the summer. Hold on my know so about to sneeze. And we'll see if we can get it popping and get you more builds. I am eyeing V3s. I am eyeing 14GTs. I am eyeing a whole bunch of stuff. So hopefully we can get some stuff coming before the house stuff happens. Alright, I'm out of here before I sneeze again. See you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>